0: Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading or just stumbling upon our podcast. And hey, everybody, this is Doug Drescher from Asbury Park Vibes uh, with uh, another a short podcast uh, connected to the North to Shore uh, events going around in uh, Asbury Park, and we're very excited today to have Michelle from the Asbury Park Technical Academy of Dance. How are you today, Michelle? I'm wonderful, thank you. Wonderful is a good place. So um, there's most of the podcasts we do are are with some of the local musicians. So take a second and tell us a little bit about the Asbury Park Technical Academy of Dance, how long you've been there, and, you know, the kinds of things you do, and and who likes to uh, perform with you?
1: Well, we have been um, here for around 25 years, and um, we... I don't only, um, teach at the, um, our, our dance school over the years, I've done volunteer work within the school system. I've also done, um, um, summer program school system. And, um, when they had the dream Academy at the high school, mm-hmm. I was the dance chair. Um, there's many things. One, one of my favorite experience about teaching dance in the, um, school system is that, um, one of my after school program, um, girl, she came over to dance school, learned to dance and, you know, she never had danced before. And it was odd, you know, especially for a girl starting in high school. Sure. And, um, she, she learned dance and, you know, she said, you know, all of my, 98% of my kids go to college. Mm -hmm. So they, um, so she was like, wow, I'm going to go to college too. So she College, she majored in dance, now she's a dance teacher and a nurse, and she oh, does. That's wild- wonderful. So that's really great about um my um my uh, that experience within the school system.
0: Let me ask, uh especially since you mentioned about dance in school, and, and when I was in school, I mean we did like square dancing, and at that point, at that age, you know, boys touching girls' hands was scandalous and and, and awkward. <laughs> Uh, I absolutely love all kinds of music. Uh, I could move my head back and forth to almost anything. But when it comes to dancing, I look like a cardboard box falling down a flight of stairs. For those Mm -hmm. who don't become professional dancers, but, but in your opinion, why is it so important to introduce dance to kids
1: of all ages? It's important because, and this is something dear to my heart, It's very important because there's not a level of confidence that there's a level of confidence that comes with dancing with a group of people that other people rely on you. You can come in. I've had kids come in, boys and girls come in very, very shy Mm -hmm. and leave confident and poised, um, able to not just dance in front of other people, but speak in front of other people because they've been on the stage they've been in the theater they've been exposed to all kinds of music you know from hip-hop to classical to rap to country um they they become more poised one of my one another experience that i i one of my girls um she had a condition called hydrocephalus mm-hmm. And she was a beautiful dancer. She got accepted to a program. They accepted her early. And because her body was changing, the doctor said they weren't going in her head again. And she would never dance again. Oh, goodness. But she said to me when she was younger, if I don't dance, I'm going to become a neurosurgeon. Well, so I are, was like, Those oh, are
0: two, okay. two things pretty far apart, but wonderful enough. Okay.
1: She wanted to help kids like her. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And ended up having to stop dancing and um I asked her I said uh she come back years later and I says well what do you do now Mandy and she says "Well, did I tell you I was going to do Miss Burrell oh goodness I said what she said I'm a neurosurgeon oh my god she says work up in Boston I travel and do lectures and I help kids like me And she said, the reason why I was able to get through medical school is because of dance. I knew how to work long hours. I knew how to be responsible. I knew how to be organized. I knew how to um, um, rise to the occasion when other people are depending on me. I knew how to depend on me and to rise to the occasion and not fail myself and others. She said, all of that became dance. She said, so while a lot of people were dropping out of the program like flies, she said, I was like, I do this all the time. (laughs) What a wonderful piece just to keep in your heart
0: every morning when you wake up. But don't you find it extremely frustrating when you read about the schools in New Jersey that, you know, they're running out of money and then you find out that they cut out the art teacher, they cut out the music teacher, or they're not teaching dance. I mean, how do we push back against this idea that if you're not thinking about becoming a famous dancer, that it's not necessary to have it in schools?
1: I think it's on that level, it's ignorance. Um, if that's the only way, because I also work in the school system, I long, I'm a long-term sub in, mm-hmm. in the school system. And I've worked in the school systems from, for too many years. Mm-hmm. I will tell my age if I tell you how many years. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it's it's to see the emphasis on not understanding how one thing boosts the other. Like music, can boost mathematics, dance boosts language. All of these things create a mindset that actually enhances for regular formal education, mm-hmm. and I think that people do not not only not understand that, but the ones that are in power don't have the the information and the studies behind them. Because there are studies that show that the arts support sure. um, formal education, so I think that needs to be looked into. And it kind of breaks my heart that um, it kind of breaks my heart that these things are automatically taken. Because like, I'm like you, I'm going to give away my age, and I'm going to tell you that I've been connected
0: in public school either as a teacher an administrator, principal, or as a special education advocate for almost 32 years now. And my experience have been that there's a population of kids who are not necessarily going to burn down the barn with their academics. It's a struggle for them. But then you find out they draw beautifully, or they can write poetry, or their oratory is stunning, or they dance. And and I always felt that we have to offer these things because not every kid is going to join the cheer squad or run track or play football or baseball. And we have to, we have to make everyone feel included. And if there's ever an activity that relies on not just your own skills, but on your faith and trust of the person next to you, I would think it would have to be dance.
1: Yeah. Um, and in and, and, and I feel that way about all the arts. I, I even tell my um students if they can take music in school or or play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um th- th- people don't understand, as you said, not everyone is going to be the rogue scholar. And it's not necessary. You know, there are levels of society that needs every single person. Mm-hmm. And and to put too much emphasis on one type of person leaves a lacking in the uh, in another kind of person. So it's um in a in another area, and it, it kind of cuts off our levels of society. So, so yeah, you have a really good point. You know, not everyone is going to be um, the the engineer. Well, There's could, going to can, be
0: the, you could only have one summa cum laude, but you could have a hundred kids who dance beautifully.
1: Right, right. right. exactly. So or you can have a fifty kids that play in a band and have yeah. a. Wonderful orchestra. <laughs> oh
0: sure, sure. Um,
1: how did you get
0: involved with the North to Shore Festival as part of the Asbury Park, uh, Atlantic City, and Newark sort of triumvirate of cities that they're promoting? How did you get recognized and and uh, event and you were given a, a, a special award? Tell, tell us about how you got connected and what this award is all about.
1: Well, um. It kind of came strangely because, as I said, I've always worked in Asbury on different levels, either city or for the school system. Mm -hmm. So um, um, the head of recreation, Leisha Floyd, um, I didn't know. I didn't know we're even going to have this event. Mm -hmm. And she calls me up and she says, call me immediately. And I call her back and I was like, you know, what's going on? She says, you have to do this. Because you have been here so long. You are Asbury. Mm-hmm. You know, you we were, we were in this building when we were the only business in this building. Mm-hmm. And we we're in the old Asbury Park Press building when there was nothing down here. So she was like, you have to be here because not only are you grounded in Asbury, and I was born in Asbury, by the way, um, but you you have a connection and you worked with our children. So, the, you know, the foundation that makes Asbury what it is today are our youth. So, you know, she gave me the, all the information and I became excited. I was like, I didn't know this even exists. Sure. And I start looking into it and reading into it. And I was like, this is wonderful. This is really great opportunity for people to see not only, you know, to see us and to see what we give, you know, a lot of people don't realize that we're here because we're tucked away on the second floor, Mm -hmm. but we are, we have not only been here, but my, my students dance all over the world from Beyonce to Chris Brown to dance companies in New York to dance companies in Europe, you know, um, one of my young men is um, torn with Taylor Swift right now, so it's like no one knows. And this was is a wonderful way of saying, "Hey, um, not we're not just a little dance school here in Asbury, but we are a strong dance um, community with strong dancers that contribute um, to the cultural aspect of Asbury Park." Mm-hmm. That must make you so proud. Uh, do, do do any
0: of them? When they get a break from touring the world, have people come back to talk to your younger kids about what's oh, what's beyond the border of Asbury Park? What the world is?
1: That's that's my motto. Each one, teach one. Mm-hmm. When um my people come town, like one of my girls, she um she dances with a company in England, and every time she touched ground to see her mom, um, born and raised in moved to Neptune and um, every time she comes to see her mother she comes here and not only she comes here she works with the children she gives a class she gives tips pointers how the world is and also well, I have another young man he's dancing with the Swiss, Swiss National Ballet and or talk comes- about being
0: as far from Asbury Park as you could possibly get <laughs>
1: So he he comes here and um, he comes because they, they they go over there, but they they station a lot in New York. Mm-hmm. So he comes at least. At least three to four times a year mm-hmm. just to to work with the students to, to show them, you know, whether you're going to be a professional dancer or not, um, whatever you do, you do it with passion and you do your best. And there's a sign on our wall that says strive for excellence." That is Mm -hmm. our motto, no matter what you do, whether you're going to be a professional dancer or professional, anything Mm -hmm. you're going to strive for excellence. And this is where you're going to learn to put out um, your best every single time. And and it's not
0: just excellence in a profession or a business, but it's, being a good person and and being a a good adult and remembering where you came from i love that what did you say it was uh learn one teach one what was your phrase each one each one teach one each one teach one if that's not one of your t-shirts i i don't know why you've missed that (laughs) opportunity what a great phrase um i'm sitting here with michelle burrell uh of the asbury park technical academy of dance if people who are hearing this uh, wanted to find you uh, and look about the classes and, and 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 what age classes do you offer? And then how do people find you so they can they can be part of this wonderful sort of rose in, in the middle of, of Asbury Park?
1: Well, we have, our website is asburyparkdance.com. We have an Instagram, A-P-T-A-D. And, um, of course, you got to have TikTok and Facebook. <laughs> and our number is 732-774-4557 and you can email us as at asburyparkdance at gmail.com and um, whatever question that you have you can ask it directly and we are here um we're very welcoming whether someone wants to Dance or they just wants to want to watch. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times children, are. we have three to 18. So some of the little ones are, are, are a little young mm-hmm. and they just come. And I said, well, come during this time and you can watch the um, big kids dance or you can watch the, when you get big, you can see them, you can become like them. And they, you know, sometimes we have people just come and watch. We're going to introduce um, adult classes because that's been a, um, a call for adult classes. Sure next september we're going to have that so um you know a lot of people even a lot of them say well you teach the kids you know why can't we have a class that there is a need there also probably also makes it that when
0: the kids are learning the 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 adults watching will stop getting up and getting in the way they could have their own class right (laughs) exactly (laughs) Well, Michelle, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your busy day. I know you're getting ready for a, a big event tomorrow. We wish you the best of luck. And, and really, congratulations on being recognized. And, and, and thank you so much for doing what you do for the kids and, and just the community of Asbury Park.
1: I love it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing put upon me. Take care then. Thank you.